Welcome to the Simply Calm Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Traster, and this is our space for intentional living, simple self-care, and the mindfulness practices for a calmer, more connected you. Hello, welcome to the Simply Calm Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Traster. This is episode 10, which is so crazy to me to think of a few months back when I decided that I was going to take the very imperfect action of starting this podcast and that here we are already at episode 10. I cannot wait for when I am doing the intro for episode 100. I guarantee it will be here before I know it. So this week we are talking about how to trust yourself. This is a topic that has been intertwined in my life over the past handful of years, and I know it is a subject that comes up for you often before we talk about the ways in which we can build better self-trust. First, let's chat about what I've been loving lately. If you spend any time with me, you will quickly learn that I love food. I've always loved food. It makes me very happy. Sometimes this is a double-edged sword because I can be an emotional eater and I love food. So what has been bringing me so much joy as of late is one of my favorite lunches. It's so yummy and scrumptious. You can make something similar with your own food items should you choose, but I wanted to share it with you because it always makes me (laughs) so happy when I'm eating it for lunch. I love simple and quick lunches. I'm home with my kids. We typically are not going to be eating the same foods for lunch because as hard as I try, my kids just love themselves some macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets or their own little smorgasbord of lunch similar to my own. So here's what I do. I get a big bowl. I love to put all of my meals really in a nice dish because I just feel better when my food and the way that I'm eating it looks nice. Here's what I add to my bowl. First up, Simple Mills gluten-free cheddar crackers. These crackers, they are so delicious. They are worth every penny. You must find them. I guarantee you will be hooked. These are like one of the key components to my lunch bowl. Next, I add pickles because I am a dill pickle lover. I found the Grillo brand a few years ago at Whole Foods. I discovered that they are at some of the local grocery stores here in Cleveland. They actually have it at Target, so I guarantee you can find these dill pickles at a store near you. They are so yummy, so I add those to the bowl. And then next is my absolute favorite cheese. Back when I was drinking bullet style coffee, you might have seen me share on Instagram my love of Kerrygold butter. Kerrygold also makes a reserve cheddar that is delicious. 
And I'm talking like so delicious. I buy this once in a while because I just want to eat all of it. (laughs) All of this goes in the bowl. Sometimes I will add some tuna fish. Other times I will add some olives, whatever I have on hand or kind of in the mood for. And it just makes a really yummy, kind of fancy, but at the same time, not fancy lunch. Okay, guys, let's dive in to this week's topic, how to trust yourself. There are many different iterations of what this will look like depending on what stage of life you are currently in. I'm going to share with you a little bit of my personal experience with self-trust with building self-trust when it seems to have disappeared and giving you three actionable items that you can do to build that trust muscle within yourself. Several years back, I first heard this phrase of needing to trust yourself. And it was posed as a question, do you trust yourself? I was immediately offended. I didn't like it at all, which is not my typical response to any questioning or learning situation. I don't feel that triggering emotion too often, but I definitely felt it here. I have always been someone who has a lot of self-drive. I am self-motivated when I've decided I'm going to do something. I get laser focused on doing that one thing. I also heard this at a season in my life where I was really studying the concept of flow, which is still a really vital concept in my life, in my teaching, this idea of intuition and flow and being in flow. So when I first heard this question, when I first heard this concept, not only did it annoy me for some reason, I also felt like I don't need that. I have self-trust. But then I experienced a season in my life a couple years ago where all of that facade crumbled. I wasn't in a position to do the things I wanted to do. I wasn't in a position to do the things I told others I would be doing. And that was a really scary and a low moment for me because it wasn't something I had experienced before. And at the same time, it is something I've always prided myself on, that I will always do what I say I'm going to do. So after I had this season of life kind of falling apart, and then I needed to come back and pick up the pieces I realized that without even knowing it, once things kind of fell apart, I lost that trust in myself. And I didn't realize it until I started to attempt to take action. And I kept coming up with blocks, not blocks outside of myself, but blocks within myself. And that's when I realized that somewhere along the way, I had stopped trusting myself. 
So there are two types of trust that we are talking about in this episode. The first is like the much bigger concept of trust. And for me, that's really trusting or allowing the universe to unfold. This is that bigger thing than you and trusting in that. But there's also self-trust. And this is the trust we're talking about specifically in this episode, trusting in yourself, trusting that you will do what you say you're going to do, not to other people, but to yourself. Both of these concepts are important. Living in a space of trusting that life will unfold as it should and having that inner trust for yourself. Let me be clear, self-trust does not mean that you are too rigid. It doesn't mean that you stop listening to your intuition. Again, this is one of those gray areas. It's one of those areas where two things can be true. You can be in a state of flow. You can be tuned into your intuition. You can be trusting and allowing and at the same time taking action towards building trust within yourself. So here are three things that can help if you feel like this is a muscle that you need to start or you need to build up. The first thing that you can do is to schedule things and do them even when you don't want to. Okay, so this is so triggering for me. Not currently, but it used to be big time. I would immediately say if I don't want to do it, then that must mean that it doesn't feel good. And so it must mean that I shouldn't do it because it's not flowing. I no longer see this in exactly that same way. Sometimes that resistance just means that the way I'm thinking about the situation is not in alignment with my own internal compass, it doesn't mean that the whole circumstance is bad. So if you are feeling that scoffing coming up that I experienced so many times, just take a minute to sit with that, to sit with the idea that you could think about scheduling something differently. Now, please know I am not saying that in order to build trust with yourself, you need to schedule everything. In fact, this is something that can be deeply personal. Some of us are wired to be very scheduled and some of us are not. I know for myself, if I impose too many restrictions on my time, I feel like I am suffocating. And at the same time, if I have no restrictions on my time, I feel completely overwhelmed. So I am not saying that you need to schedule everything, but you need to schedule one thing. If you are wanting to rebuild that trust with yourself, schedule one thing. I'm going to use this podcast as an example because it has been a really great tool for me in rebuilding my own trust. I made the decision that my podcast will release every Monday. 
I also made the decision that every Thursday afternoon, I would record my podcast. This way, I no longer had to take up the mental space of thinking, when am I going to record? When am I going to write my podcast notes? When is this going to happen? Instead, if on Tuesday I start thinking about next week's episode, I can make note of any topics that are coming up for me and then say, we will have this internal conversation on Thursday. And then on Thursday, I record the episode. Now, do hiccups happen? Of course, this is life. But having that thing to return to and to show up for yourself, whatever that may be, it could be a five-minute meditation in the morning, it could be going to a yoga class once a week, whatever it is for you that makes sense for you, that you know you sit in stillness, you put your hand on your heart, you breathe for a couple minutes, and it just comes to you. This is the thing that I need to do to build this muscle, that's the thing you're going to do. The second thing that helps is to make it small, especially if you feel like you currently have zero trust in yourself. You want to make this thing as easy and as tiny as it can be. It could be as simple as every day at two o'clock while my baby is napping, I am going to make myself a cup of tea and sit and drink my tea. It doesn't need to be something hard or strenuous. It is about building that muscle. Just like when you start working out again for the first time after a season off, you don't jump right into the highest level workout class and go full blast for an hour. Get your feet wet. We've talked about this concept of habit stacking, and it's the same concept here. Once you start to work that self-trust muscle, however small it is when you begin, once it starts to build, then you will be able to do bigger things and trust yourself with them. This is also where universal trust comes in. Not only are you building that self-trust muscle within yourself, but you are also allowing and trusting the bigger trust here that you can trust yourself, that it can build, that it will shift for you. The third thing you can do to help build your self-trust is to celebrate your wins. This is the most important This is the one that you are going to forget. This is the one where at the start of this exact episode, after writing up these exact notes, it just came out of me. Hey, this is the 10th episode. And I stopped and I went to re-record because my initial thought was, do I need to mention that? And then I laughed at myself because of this week's topic and said, Yes, this is a great example of a small win and celebrating it. For a lot of us, this is the hardest thing to do because we think those small things don't matter or that the small things are not worthy of the celebration, but it is only through those small things, those small wins that we get to the bigger ones. We can move on to the next thing. We can want to get excited that 
we did that one thing we said we were going to do that one time and then try to jump to the next really big thing. But allow yourself to be where you are right now, wherever that is on your own journey of building your self-trust. That is exactly enough. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I cannot wait to hear how you have decided to work on this self-trust muscle within yourself. Please feel free to share on Instagram. You can tag me in your stories at Erica Traster or send me a DM. I would love to cheer you on. As always, if you are loving the Simply Calm podcast, make sure to subscribe. And I would love if you left a review. You can find me on Instagram at Erica Traster, sharing and teaching all things intentional self-care. The goodness and light in me sees and honors all the good that is within you. Much love and we'll chat again next week. Thank you.